falling for my Italian fake fiancé. Chapter 8 Matt Our parents thought it would be good for us to train in parenting by taking care of Kat's nieces while their parents go out for the night, for a night off. This is going to go very badly, Kat said to me when we arrived at my cousin's house. Yeah, I said. What do we know about kids? Kat's cousin opened the door, already dressed to go out. Kat made a comment about how beautiful she looked and her cousin grinned and thanked her. She showed us where everything is in the house that we'll need, gave us different instructions, and told us over and over to call her if we need anything. Then it was time to meet the little girls. Hi Auntie Kat, they said in unison. I had to admit my heart kinda melt a little when I saw them look at Kat adoringly. And then it was time for the parents to leave and panic started setting in. I saw on Kat's face that she was feeling it too. Good luck, was the last words her cousin said before rushing out the door. We both turned around and looked at the little girls who were looking at us expectantly as if we were going to perform some magic trick, or something. So, Kat said trying to sound as cheerful as possible. Do you guys want to have some fun? The girls jumped up and down and said. Yeah, although Kat's idea of fun was. Well, not so fun. I told you a board game was a bad idea, I whispered to Kat. I didn't know what else to do, she whispered back. Were you never a kid? She gave me a look meaning I should shut up. She turned to the girls and said. This is so much fun, right guys? They looked up at her with these bored faces like they'd rather be doing anything else than sitting here with us playing a board game. That was so dumb it made me wonder how dumb adults thoughts kids were. You know what, guys, I said. I have an idea of something that will be really fun. Like what? Kat said giving me the we didn't discuss this look. Something everyone loves, I said with a grin. A few minutes later the kiddos were sitting in front of the magical television, thank god for television. And happily watching their favorite shows with a truckload of candy I managed to find in the house. It was hidden pretty well, so I really had to channel my inner child to find it. Kat of course wasn't amused. This is your idea, she hissed at me. What? I said. They love it. Of course they love it, she said. They're kids. Exactly. You give kids what they want. No, you don't, she said. You're the adult, Matt. You should know better. I know what you were doing wasn't working, so I found something better. I wanted to give them something educational, she said. You just gave them a bunch of junk food and bad TV. I laughed. What are you laughing about, she said still angry. It's just funny to me how all of a sudden you're such a grown-up. What is that supposed to mean, she said and raised an eyebrow. Nothing, it's just you must have completely forgotten the promise you made when we were kids. What promise, she asked. The one where you promised never to grow up. A spark of recognition appeared on her face. Oh, yeah, she said and smiled. I did. I can't believe you remember that. Of course, I remembered it. It was pure gold for moments like now. She frowned again. Matt, 
kids shouldn't have that much candy. It's not good for them. Relax, I said. What's the worst that can happen? Yeah, apparently a worse, was Cat and I running around the house chasing after two little monsters on a sugar high who wanted to destroy everything in their sight. Are you happy? Cat said to me. Sorry. I said really meaning it. We finally cornered them in the bathroom where the two little monsters discovered the toilet paper and decided to unroll it. And then I got an idea. Do you guys like stories? I asked them. Stories are boring, one of them said. What about, I gave a pause. Scary stories. They both turned and looked at me as if I just told them their favorite kids show character was in town. So of course I went all out. With the lights turned off a few candles lit and a flashlight in front of my face I let my imagination run wild and in an eerie voice, told them a ghost story. When I got to the scariest part, Kat had a brilliant idea. And then Sammy said to Tia, Atia do you hear that? The little girls gasped. Yes, Sammy, Tia said. But it sounds as if it's coming from behind us. I waited for a little for effect, then said. So they both started turning around really, slowly, and then. And right at that moment, Cat pounced on the little girls from behind and they started screaming and giggling. Cat and I laughed as well. That was so much fun, Uncle Matt, Sammy said. Can we do that again? Tia asked. But right after that Tia yawned and rubbed her eyes. I'd love to, I said. But I think it's time for you guys to go to bed. Kat and I both picked up one of the girls and we went upstairs to their shared room. We both said goodnight to them and the girls insisted on having a goodnight kiss. When we closed the door and walked a bit further away, Kat and I both high-fived each other. I can't believe we actually got through that, Kat said laughing. I know, I said laughing too. But they were cute. Yeah, they were, Kat said and smiled. But then it dawned on us as we looked around the house that the place was a pigsty. I don't want kids, Kat said. Yeah, me neither. After cleaning up we sat on the couch waiting for the parents when we accidentally fell asleep. Unbeknownst to us sleepyheads. The parents unlocked the door and found us both sound asleep on the couch with Kat on my lap and my arms around her. We jumped when the door closed and it was quite embarrassing when we pulled away from each other. How did it go? Kat's cousin asked. I'm surprised the place looks so clean. Where are the kids? Asked the dad. It went well, Kat said. They're asleep. Both parents gave us a shocked look. That can't be, the mom said. They never sleep this early. The dad added. It's usually a struggle to get them to bed. You have to tell me how you did it. Cat looked at me. Stories. Of course, I wasn't going to mention that they were scary ones. Ah, the mom said. I should try that. He's a great storyteller, Cat said. I looked at her surprised. Did she just say that? Thank you, I said. While driving back to Kat's apartment building so I could drop her off, we started talking. We talked about the kids again and how it felt when we were chasing them up and down the house.
We laughed at the memory. You know, Kat said. You'd make an amazing dad. You'd make an amazing mom, I said, and meant it. So I take you do want kids then, she said. Well, I said. Later, yes. And you? I'd like kids too. Do you hear that? I asked pretending to listen. Hear what? The clock, I said ominously. It's ticking. Cat slapped my arm softly because I was driving. Shut up. I laughed, and she laughed too. We came to a stoplight, and I met Cat's gaze for a second. I opened my mouth as if to say something, but nothing came out. And then suddenly she looked away, and the light turned green and we acted as if nothing happened. But of course, that moment stayed in my head for a long time after I said goodbye to her.